This episode of Cut the Foreplay is brought to you by Java. We're in a monogamous relationship for the entirety of February, and everything that's about to unfold will be as moist as their cakes. Can we cut? I, I just, I shouldn't have said the word moist. I hate the word moist. Moist. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Episode of Cut the Foreplay. My name is Nadia Favor. I'm your host for this and every other episode until the internet goes away. You know those couples where one person cheats on the other and then the cheater is the one who breaks down and cries and is like, I can't believe I did this. This is me right now because I can't believe I've waited six weeks to talk to you. But it's my fucking fault. We're, I'm not a person that likes to allocate blame ever, but this is definitely my doing. I'm sorry. We can sit scissor to make up for it. I've gotten good reviews before, so you're in for a treat. <laughs> so if you don't follow me on social media, I'm going to catch you up here a little bit. I took a three-week vacation. I separated it into the following. Part one, I was in Switzerland uh, with my family. They live in this got tiny place called Zug, which is, uh, you know, not too far off from Zurich. Part two, I spent it in Paris. One half of that uh, Paris trip was spent with a lover. The other half was spent with my buddies who came down to visit from London. <clears throat> it was all very well planned. It was all very lovely. My heart is very full. But here are some things that I jotted down to tell you because I was like, if I don't do it, I'll forget. And if I forget, I'll cry. And crying is dumb because why is your face leaking? I don't know. You know? Number one, manifestation and energy. I mean, if you don't believe in it, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Because I landed in Switzerland and my cousin came to pick me up. We took a train, got off the train, got on a bus. And as soon as I got on the bus, I said to her, How are you in Switzerland? How are you in Switzerland? How are And obviously I wasn't kidding because their style was super tepid. But then I heard a chuckle. And when I looked back, it was this woman. And she said, Pole, didn't mean to eavesdrop, but nazungumza kiswahili. And I was shook in a small village in Switzerland, of course. Of course, the first person I would run into is a Kenyan. And it didn't stop there because as soon as we got back to her apartment, we got changed because we were going out for a meal and we stepped outside of the house. What do I see? A whole fucking parade of Indian aunties and uncles wearing saris and salwar kameez going to celebrate somewhere. And she was like, truly in her, you know, almost 20 years of living there, this is not a norm. Like she doesn't just walk out the door and see a litter of uncles. And so now I believe heavily, like uh, when two women hang out together, the alpha always like draws the menstruation out of the other. I'm like that, but for ethnicity. <laughs> Hear me out, okay? I'm like the brown Captain Planet. If you having masala, I will suck it out of you. I hate that I said suck with such emphasis. Suck it. <laughs> that sounds like it's my cousin's name. Suck it. Why yes, suck it. Why stop? Either out. 
One of my favorite things about living abroad is that when you are um, a minority or a marginalized group, you immediately have the sense of feeling like you belong with each other and to each other. And growing up in Canada, that was very much my existence. And I forgot about that because I'd been in Kenya for so long and everybody, you know, has got the melanin and everybody's brown and everybody's blah, blah, blah. So you're, you're, I'm not, I don't feel like a minority here. But as soon as I stepped foot in Europe, all of the brown people were like giving me the nod like hello i see you hello come on come on and it gave me a major tingle we're gonna circle back to that in just a little bit in my notes that i wrote here for you but water pressure in switzerland i have to point this out i was taking like 30 minute showers because y'all are fucking wild that shit is perfect i wanted it all over my body and i wanted it all the time and i know that's not very vegan of me because it's wasting water but it felt good. Never been cleaner. A snack list. This is something that you need to do, especially in your 30s, because nobody has time to struggle. I have a list of countries that I visited and I rank them according to how attractive that country finds me. So Switzerland, I'm going to give myself like a five, maybe, you know, a couple of people looked at me here and there. Mirrored sentiments because I didn't feel too strongly about the folk over there as well. Paris. Okay, here's the thing about Paris. A lot of Maghreb boys, so a lot of North African, Algerian, Tunisian, Egyptian, Moroccan kind of boys, curly hair, glasses, yummy. Sign me up. So I'm gonna say like, I was like a 6.5 in Paris. Would I go there again? Yes. Solely for levels of feeling attractive? No. The city where I am definitely really celebrated. Like when I walk down the street, everybody's like, hey, we reserved a seat for you. It is our face, is London. Write your snack list, then tweet me at It's Nadia Favorite. Let me know where it is that you go that makes you feel the most attractive. Uncle Dil Aww. is on the list, and uh, Uncle Dil. <laughs> I hate that those two words are together, but I went to a sex shop in Paris, and there was an uncle, that, an, an Arab uncle, that was running the place. And so I was like, I'm looking for this. And then he took one out and he's like, this one's perfect because of this, this, and that. And then he said, look at this, grabs it and knocks it against the wall and shows me the level of suction that it has. And imagine me and him making eye contact and this dildo Aww. is just shaking. <laughs> it was truly the most profound moment of my life. Only topped and I choose my words very wisely, only topped by the fact that he then showed me another and I went, oh, I think that one might be too big for me. And he's like, nonsense, too big. And uh, melted into my own skin and died, then was reborn. Not dissimilar to that uh, Jean Grey movie that nobody watched. Uh, as you can see from uh, the title, what we're gonna discuss very heavily today is masturbation, but that's every single episode of the show, but uh, also mishaps. Some dude breaking his ribs or, uh, from masturbating. People dressing like lesbians. Uh, I forget the rest because I wrote this episode a while ago, but I'm super excited. Here we go, microwave. We're just going to pop this into the microwave. 
Scientists may be inching closer to developing the first non-hormonal contraceptive pill for men. After receiving promising results from animal trials, the research presented at the American Chemical Society Spring Meeting in 2022 lays the ground for clinical trials to see if the contraceptive is effective in human males. This is a huge leap, given the fact that there's a billion forms of contraceptives for women, but only two for men. If you didn't know, men have the male condom and a vasectomy. The other one is being a misogynist or a How I Met Your Mother fan. Consequently, women tend to bear the burden of responsibility for managing contraception and experience the side effects of using said contraceptives. And I don't know if you know this, and I know a very large percentage of uh, my listeners are men. I don't know if you know what women go through when we take the pill. Are you ready for this? Side effects include spotting, nausea, breast tenderness, headaches, and migraines. Sorry, I just don't know why I got turned on when I said breast tenderness. I, this is a very serious topic. We're gonna, we're gonna rewind it again. Let the horniness slide. You're good, Nadia. Okay. Spawning between periods, nausea, breast tenderness, headaches and migraines, weight gain, mood changes, missed periods, decreased libido, vaginal discharge, eye changes. Risks may include the following if you have these pre-existing conditions. Untreated hypertension, smoke and are over the age of 35 years old. 35 years old is super young. That is me three years from now, for your information. Have a history of heart disease, have migraines with auras, have a history of breast cancer or endometrial cancer. It may cause serious health concerns such as severe abdominal pain, chest pain, shortness of breath or both, severe headaches, eye problems such as blurred vision or loss of vision, swelling or aching in the legs and thighs. Long-term issues might be the following, cardiovascular problems, cancer, mmm, including breast, ovarian, and cervical. And when it says mood swings, I want you to keep this in mind. I have a couple of friends that have been on the pill and they didn't get mood swings. The hormonal shifts were so severe that they had suicidal tendencies and thoughts. That's how fucked up your body is and that's how much it betrays you all because you were like, hey, I don't want a baby. I don't want a dirty little creature coming out my body begging me to feed it constantly and to pay for its school fees only for to suck my pity's dry and this is what we get fun fact for you i didn't know that if you had a history of heart disease that you cannot be on the pill because i certainly do and i have been on the pill great to know now when i don't want to get pregnant i'm just gonna cross my fingers and use that manifestation that i told you (laughs) that i told you about earlier ethnic captain planet gonna take baby making down to zero Uh, There have also been some very promising approaches to a non-hormonal method, but often these haven't worked or had safety issues when the studies have moved from the lab slash animal models to humans. Uh, Once this trial is underway, I'm going to be keeping you posted on how that goes because I guarantee you, you know, sexually active now or not or will be later or whatever the case, this is going to affect all of us. And uh, I think it's a huge step forward. Love to see a little bit of light at the end of the long shaft tunnel. Speaking of uh, dick, here are some people that don't like them sexually. It's lesbians. I like it when people introduce uh, sexuality like it's a, a wrestling match. Bisexuals, asexuals, pansexuals. 
heterosexuals. Who did I miss? And the gays. Lezzy fashion is totally in. If you have eyes, you have noticed. And from the ritzy red carpet to the streets of the Big Apple, straight identifying women are swapping out their six-inch heels and rib-crushing corsets for some Doc Martin boots and knitted sweater vests. But why is women's wear leaning towards the stereotypical lesbian look? Well, apparently, according to this article that I read, I did my research because Hollywood hot girls, aka Kristen Stewart, delicious. Uh, Bella Hadid, don't know what she looks like. I know she's skinny and I think Palestinian? I don't know. Is this the one for the, the Zayn Malik or is that the one with the Justin Bieber? I don't know. Zendaya, delicious. And Dakota Johnson, bisexual, delicious. Have made the anti-glam mainstream cool. I actually do see that and I can completely agree. But, 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 I'm going to take a couple of steps back here and say that the reason that these women have made it popular, rather that the reason that we have accepted this as something that's popular is because generally ideologies are changing. Perspectives are changing. And I don't think that people associate hyper-femininity with being sexy anymore. You don't have to put on a floral dress and wear, you know, lipstick and a full face and six-inch heels to be attractive. And people are starting to notice that and when bits and bobs and bouts of it come up in Hollywood people then tend to talk about it more and post it more and glamorize it more and that's how I think it's come up not necessarily just because those women are wearing it I think people are giving in to the sexiness of women being masculine it's also because there's I, I mean there is an abundance of homophobia we all know this but I think there is a level of openness that's there now being a lesbian or being queer is an associated with something that's necessarily a bad thing. Does that make sense to you? Can we also just bring this back? The fact that Kristen Stewart got hot? I just, I don't want to be one of those people. Okay, let's twofold, actually. Number one, Kristen Stewart is hot. There's something about her that's cheeky. I feel like she knows something that I don't, and I want her to tell me at all costs. I'm like, tell me what the secret is. I need to know, Kristen. Number two, I had the epiphany the other day. I was watching, um, what's it called? That one, uh, second act with J-Lo, Leah Remini, and Vanessa Hudgens. And I was wondering why every scene that Vanessa Hudgens was in, my body was like, <gasps> I was like, what? what is that reaction? I don't get it. And it was not until the end of the movie that I was like, oh my sweet Lord, holy moly, me, oh my, chocolate cake and Jesus Christ, I am attracted to Vanessa Hudgens. And I've never been more embarrassed and upset with my own existence. But it's true, she's a hot piece of ass. And she looks like she thinks that she's better than me. And I'm like, I accept, <laughs> I accept it, Vanessa. Why don't you show me that you're better than me? Hmm? Without your words. All right, that's enough. That's enough dirtbag vibes from me. It'll resume shortly. Anyway, love the masculine look uh, on women, love the feminine look on men. I think uh, fashion is there to be explored and let's do it. Holding hands, fisting. I meant holding hands, not the second part. Holding hands, making plans. It's lucky for me, you understand what a girl wants, what a girl needs. Meow, 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 meow. She got the meows down pat. 
Have I mentioned that I really missed you guys and that it was completely my fault that I took six weeks to do a new episode? Sorry. Okay, cool. Um, you know, one of my many, many good traits is that I do not mind admitting when I'm wrong. So just thought I'd reiterate that. Well, it's that and the fact that I have a stellar rack. Alrighty, it's true, we do love to spoil you. You can have a full Java breakfast and a single hot beverage for 600 shillings. This offer is valid between the 14th of April to the 30th of April. Remember, you can use the hashtag Java Love and uh, post it and tag me. I want to see your pretty little face or your hungover little face. All the faces, really. I don't discriminate as long as you're over an eight. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, but totally not. When in doubt, order some chicken. You can buy grilled chicken breast and get a free 300 ml soda for only 970. And this offer is valid between the 1st and the 17th of April at every single location. And my very favorite one is you can buy any free wrap and get a free small fresh juice at only 840 bob. And it's valid from the 1st to the 30th of of April. Or if you're like, hey, money's super tight right now, I completely understand that. All you gotta do is jump on my social media. That's It's Nadia Favorite across the board. Tag a buddy of yours that you'd love to have a meal with and I'll be giving you some free vouchers for 1K. It's truly that simple. A 20-year-old man survived after being admitted to an intensive care unit with an excruciating lung injury brought on by overly aggressive masturbation. Aww. According to a new study in the May issue of the journal Radiology Case Reports, the self-loving Swiss citizen recently rushed himself to the hospital in the city of Winterthurflau after experiencing crunching pains and a shortness of breath amid his solo stroking session. I'm sorry, this has given me the same reaction as tender breasts. Give me a moment. The solo stroking session got me good. Horniness, be gone! Wow, okay. We good! Subsequent x-rays reveal the man was suffering from spontaneous... Oh no, how do I read this? Mm -mm -mm -mm. There's a reason I didn't go to med school. A painful but typically benign disease whereby air leaks from the lung and becomes lodged in the rib cage. <sighs> so it affects young men in their 20s. Researchers added that smokers are at risk of SPM, which can be brought on by violent coughing, excessive vomiting, or strenuous physical exercise. Maybe like people that run marathons or athletes, not dudes that sit home and jerk. Aww. Here's the thing though, lots of people must be like, he's gross like ah oh. but i love an overachiever i love somebody that says this is what i like and i'm gonna indulge in it so i don't know i'm just <laughs> yo this shit was so bad that it was diagnosed as severe his face was also swollen and crunching noises could be heard from his neck down to his elbows doctors subsequently discovered that air was trapped all the way back to <gasps> trapped all the way up to the base of his skull yeah, it's probably because I'm going to say I'm not a doctor, but, you know, I have seen enough shows to know. I think it's because he was masturbating and his back was shaped like a banana. He was doing that scoliosis kind of masturbation. You know the one. So, so far in 2022, a 54-year-old Brazilian man was admitted to the hospital after shoving a 4.4-pound metal dumbbell up his anus. Aww. In the pursuit of pleasure. 
I 4.4 pound. That's about two kilos in your ass. You know what's two kilos? Not even a newborn baby. Hold on, let me look that up. Okay, the baby is bigger, but still. You, can you imagine putting a whole baby in your ass? Aww. I think the bigger question is, have you ever imagined that? And if you have, seek help. I had to Vanessa Williams it and uh, save the best for last. And if you didn't get that reference, it's probably because you're too young or you are not gay enough for this show. As if the world doesn't have enough problems, people are now worried that an evil demon locked in a rock for almost 1,000 years is on the loose. Um, uh, wallah, is this not the, the, the premise to The Mummy or any other movie where a white person basically discovers something in the Middle East because we cannot discover things for ourselves? You know it's true. It, every single movie starts off with something breaking and then, shh. And then a white dude is like, <laughs> but they never get burnt. The other day I went on a walk with my buddy who's super pale and 20 minutes in, she was a fucking tomato. I had to come home and rub aloe all over her. So, you know, I know it's a fictional scenario, these movies, but they have to make it a little bit more factual. The so-called killing stone that kept the malevolent spirit imprisoned all this time has split in two, sending believers into a state of panic. And I know you're gonna laugh at this because you're like, ah, oh, this seems like a load of shit. I don't know why you sound like that, and you definitely don't. But if you look at the way that life has been unfolding, how, how unprecedented these events have been, I would not be surprised if full throttle this was some real fucking shit. And some demon showed up in my house and was like, Stop your scoliosis, masturbation, Nadia. I would be very scared. I don't want that to happen. I want to continue with my scoliosis masturbation without anyone watching other than the FBI agents inside my MacBook Air. Japanese legend has it that anyone who comes into contact with a rock will die. According to mythology, the volcanic rock, officially called Seshoseki, is home to Tamomo no Mei, aka the nine-tailed fox. The demon apparently took the form of a beautiful woman, ayo, come on now, who was part of a plot to kill Emperor Toba, ruler of Japan in 1107 to 1123. Located in Tochigi, near Tokyo, the rock is something of a tourist hotspot, but now visitors are fearful. Some speculate that the evil spirit may have even been resurrected to wreak havoc once more. Quote, I feel like I've seen something that shouldn't be seen. This is also the review that somebody gave me after they saw me scoliosis. Stop. That's enough. And if you have scoliosis, I'm so sorry. That's, I don't know why I keep talking about this. My friend has uh, scoliosis and she really struggles. She even gets acid reflux from it. So that shit's no joke, man. Maschini. Others have commented saying, here I thought 2022 couldn't get worse. Now a furious Japanese spirit is freed from its killing stone. I think the time that that rock broke is the same time that they announced that Fast and the Furious 19 is coming out and it has Brie Larson in it. The spirit is directing that movie. <laughs>